This lesson is brought to you by Pagkakaisa. 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 Pagkakaisa is spelled as P-A-G-K-A-K-A-I-S-A. It is Tatagalog word for unity, the condition of having a singular or a shared want or belief. It comes from the root word isa, which means one. Then add the pagkaka prefix combination to indicate an event that would take a lot of people to make it possible or a really grand situation. This means unity is a grand event of oneness. Again, pagkakaisa. Recording live from my apartment along a really busy road in Quezon City, Philippines, this is Go Filipino. Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. Ever wonder why how some people pick up Tagalog faster than the rest? It depends on your native language. The Foreign Service Institute of the United States has compiled a list of languages according to how difficult they are for a native English speaker. For instance, Spanish is Category 1, which means it would take between 575 to 600 hours to fully understand and speak the language, mainly because of how the Spanish language is closely related to English. Tagalog, however, is under Category 4. It would take around 1,100 hours of studying to become proficient in the Tagalog language because apart from the obvious differences in vocabulary, the grammars of these two languages are completely different from one another. It is easier to learn Tagalog if you already know any other language in the Philippines, like Ilocano or Cebuano. If you speak Malay or Indonesian, maybe a tad more difficult because Tagalog is like an ancient cousin. A lot of Tagalog's grammar rules have been dropped in the other two. For example, the Tagalog language has much, much more pronouns than Indonesian and Malay. So much so that our lesson about locative pronouns will come in three parts with the singular personal pronouns being discussed first. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving 5-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino on social media. That's Go Filipino Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or check out my merchandise on TeePublic. That's teepublic.com slash user slash Go Filipino Pod. Alright, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will begin part 3 of our lesson about pronouns after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's continue our lesson about pronouns. This batch of pronouns replaces nouns or noun phrases that are introduced by the markers sa, kai, and kina. They are called 
locative pronouns, and there are four ways to use them. Take note that in this lesson, we will only tackle the singular personal pronouns. The rest will be discussed in future lessons. We start with akin. 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 Akin is spelled as A-K-I-N. It is the first person singular locative pronoun, which means me or my. Like I said, it has four functions. First, akin also indicates possession. But unlike ko, akin is placed before the noun. For example, aking kuya. Aking kuya. Aking kuya. It means my older brother. Word for word, it's aking kuya. Aking kuya. Aking kuya. The first word is aking. 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 Aking is spelled as A-K-I-N-G. It means my. It consists of akin plus the G linker to connect it to a noun, much like how an adjective that ends with an N works before a noun. The next word is kuya. 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 Kuya is spelled as K U Y A. It means older brother. It is most likely borrowed from the Hokkien word Gohia, which means fifth oldest brother. Take note that possessions that begin with Akin, much like those that end with Ko, can become the focus of the sentence. In this case, we can use Ang Aking Kuya or Ang Kuya Ko. The second function of Akin and the rest of the locative pronouns is to indicate location. For example, Nasa akin ng pitaka mo. Nasa akin ng pitaka mo. Nasa akin ng pitaka mo. It means, Your wallet is with me. Word for word, it's Nasa akin ang pitaka mo. Nasa akin Ang pitaka mo. Nasa akin ang pitaka mo. The first word is nasa. 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 Nasa is spelled as N-A-S-A. It is an adverb that indicates where an object or person is located, and that is akin, 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 akin is spelled as A-K-I-N. It means me. Nasa akin contextually means within me or with me, indicating that whatever that object is, it is with me. The next word is. Ang. 
ang. Ang. Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, indicating that the next word is the focus of this sentence, and at the same time, what object is with me. The next word is pitaka. 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 Pitaka is spelled as P-I-T-A-K-A. It means wallet. But whose wallet is it? The answer is mo. 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 Mo is spelled as M-O. It means your. It is your wallet that is with me. The third function of akin and the rest of the locative pronouns is to indicate direction. Any prepositional phrase that demonstrates movement towards or away from me is expressed by the phrase sa akin. Sa akin. Sa akin. Sa akin is spelled as S A space A K I N. For example, ipakita mo sa akin ang pera. Ipakita mo sa akin ang pera. Ipakita mo sa akin ang pera. It means show me the money. Word for word it's ipakita mo sa akin ang pera. Ipakita mo sa Akin ang pera. Ipakita mo sa akin ang pera. The first word is ipakita. 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 Ipakita is spelled as I-P-A-K-I-T-A. It means show in imperative form. I command you to show it. The next word is mo. 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 Mo is spelled as M-O. It means you as a non-focused actor. While you are doing the act of showing, you're not the focus of this sentence. The next word is sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. It is the direction marker, indicating that the next word is where you should show the object. The next word is akin. 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 Akin is spelled as A-K-I-N. It means me. Sa akin means to me. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, indicating that the next word is the focus of this sentence. And at the same time, what object should you be showing to me? And that is pera. Pera, pera, 
para is spelled as P-E-R-A. It means money. The fourth and final function of akin, as well as other locative pronouns, is to indicate the beneficiary of an action or the reason for an action. The beneficiary is usually expressed by the phrase para sa akin, which means for me, while the reason is expressed as dahil sa akin, which means because of me. For example, nagluto ako para sa akin. Nagluto ako para sa akin. Nagluto ako para sa akin. It means, I cooked for myself. Word for word, it's Nagluto ako para sa akin. Nagluto ako para sa akin. Nagluto ako para sa Akin. The first word is nagluto. 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 Nagluto is spelled as N-A-G-L-U-T-O. It means cooked or the act of cooking has happened. The next word is ako. 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 Ako is spelled as A-K-O. It means I, the focus of this sentence, and the one who performed the act of cooking. The next word is para. 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 Para is spelled as P-A-R-A. It means for. The next word is sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. It is usually a direction marker, but since sa comes after para, it becomes a beneficiary marker, indicating that the next word is who or what will receive the food I have cooked. And that is akin. 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 Akin is spelled as A-K-I-N. It means me, the beneficiary of my own cooking. Again, that's Akin. We'll talk more about locative pronouns after this break. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's continue our lesson with the next locative pronoun, which is iyo, iyo, iyo. Iyo is spelled as I-Y-O. It is the second person singular locative pronoun, which means you or your, depending on the function. When used as a possession marker, one example is Iyong kape. Iyong kape. Iyong kape. It means your coffee. Word for word, it's iyong kape. Iyong 
kape. Iyong kape. The first word is iyong. 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 Iyong is spelled as I Y O N G. It means your. It consists of iyo plus the ng linker to connect it to a noun. Much like how an adjective that ends with a vowel works before a noun. The next word is kape. 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 Kape is spelled as K A P E. It means coffee. When used as a location marker, another example is Nasa iyo ang pagibig ko. Nasa iyo ang pagibig ko. Nasa iyo ang pagibig ko. It means my love is with you. Word for word it's nasa iyo ang pagibig ko. Nasa iyo ang pagibig ko. Nasa iyo ang pag-ibig ko. The first word is nasa. 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 Nasa is spelled as N-A-S-A. Nasa is an adverb that indicates where an object is located. And that is iyo. 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 Iyo is spelled as I-Y-O. It means you. So that something is located with you. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, indicating that the next word is the focus of this sentence. And at the same time, what something is with you? That is, pag-ibig. 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 Pag-ibig is spelled as P-A-G hyphen I-B-I-G. It means love. You have love with you. But it is not just any kind of love. Because the next word is ko. 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 Ko is spelled as K-O. It means my. What you have with you is my love. When used as a direction marker, another example is Kabibigay ko sa'yo ng jario. Kabibigay ko sa'yo ng jario. Kabibigay ko sa'yo ng jario. It means, I just gave you the newspaper. Word for word, it's Kabibigay ko sa iyo ng jario. Kabibigay ko sa iyo ng jario. Kabibigay ko sa Iyo nang jario. The first word is kabibigay. Kabibigay. Kabibigay.
Kabibigay is spelled as K-A-B-I-B-I-G-A-Y. It means just gave or recently gave. It comes from the root word bigay, which means to give. Then we add the K-A prefix and then repeat the first syllable of the root word, which is B, to indicate that the action just happened. The next word is ko. 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 Ko is spelled as K-O. It means I, who made the act of giving, but I'm not the focus of this sentence. The next word is sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. It is the direction marker, indicating that the act of giving is moving away from me and towards another person or object. And that direction is Iyo. 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 Iyo is spelled as I-Y-O. It means you, the destination of the act of giving. The next word is Nang. 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 Nang is spelled as N-G. It is the object marker, indicating that the next word is what I just gave towards you, and that is Jario. 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 Jario is spelled as D-I-Y-A-R-Y-O. It means newspaper, the direct object of this sentence. Remember that the D-I-Y letter combination is pronounced as J. As you may have noticed, this sentence doesn't have a focus. It is a phenomenon in the Tagalog language that we will discuss in a future lesson. The next example, which is to demonstrate how iyo is used as the beneficiary or the reason of the action, is Lumakas ako ng dahil sa iyo. Lumakas ako ng dahil sa iyo. Lumakas ako ng dahil sa iyo. It means, I became strong because of you. Word for word, it's lumakas ako ng dahil sa iyo. Lumakas ako ng dahil sa iyo. Lumakas ako ng dahil sa iyo. The first word is lumakas. 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 Lumakas is spelled as L-U-M-A-K-A-S. It means became strong. Or the act of becoming strong has happened. The next word is ako. 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 Ako is spelled as A-K-O. It means I, the focus of this sentence.
The next word is nang. 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 Nang is spelled as N-A-N-G. Nang has many functions in the Tagalog grammar. In this sentence, it introduces a past scenario before the verb occurred, such as the reason behind the action. The next word is dahil. 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 Dahil is spelled as D-A-H-I-L. It means because. It is followed by the marker sa. 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 Sa is spelled as S-A. When combined with dahil, dahil sa means because of. It indicates that the next word is the reason behind the speaker's strength. And the answer is iyo. 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 Iyo is spelled as I-Y-O. It means you, the reason why the speaker became strong. Again, that's iyo. More Tagalog lessons coming your way after this break. Kumusta? You've heard me countless times already about Radio Public. I personally use it and I'm telling you, it is the best podcast listening app out there. Radio Public works anywhere in the world. It is available on iOS and Android and it is 100% free with no hidden charges and subscriptions. It has an explore mode that lets you discover podcasts based on your favorite topics. And the best part, it rewards podcasters. Every listen to the Radio Public app earns money for participating podcasters and that's a huge help for independent podcasters like me. Again, check out Radio Public. That's one word on your app store. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. And now, back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. The last locative pronoun for this lesson is Kanya. 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 Kanya is spelled as K-A-N-Y-A. Kanya is the third person singular locative pronoun. It means his or him or her, depending on the function. Just like its cousin pronouns, sha and nya, kanya is gender neutral. When used as a possession marker, one example is kanyang kapatid. Kanyang kapatid. Kanyang kapatid. It means his or her sibling. Word for word, it's kanyang kapatid. Kanyang Kapatid. Kanyang. Kapatid. The first word is kanyang. 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 Kanyang is spelled as K-A-N-Y-A-N-G. It means his or her. It consists of kanya and the NG linker to connect it to the noun that indicates as his or her. The next word is kapatid. 
Kapatid. Kapatid. Kapatid is spelled as K-A-P-A-T-I-D. It means sibling, usually a younger brother or a younger sister. Another example of kanya, this time as a location marker, is Nasa kanyang bagahe mo. Nasa kanyang bagahe mo. Nasa kanyang bagahe mo. It means he or she has your luggage or your luggage is with him or her. Word for word it's nasa kanya ang bagahe mo. Nasa kanya ang bagahe mo. Nasa kanya ang Bagahe mo. The first word is nasa. 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 Nasa is spelled as N-A-S-A. Nasa is an adverb that indicates where an object is located. And that is kanya. 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 Kanya is spelled as K-A-N-Y-A. In this context, kanya can mean either he or she or either him or her. What is definite is that the location of the object we are looking for is with this person. The next word is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as a NG. It is the focus marker, indicating that the next word is the focus of this sentence, as well as what this person has. The next word is bagahe. 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 Bagahe is spelled as B-A-G-A-H-E. It means luggage or baggage. The object that this person has. But whose luggage is it anyway? The answer lies on the next word. Mo. 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 Mo is spelled as M-O. It means your. So it is your luggage that is with him or with her. The next example uses kanya as a direction marker, which is Binigay sa kanyang premio. Binigay sa kanya ang premio. Binigay sa kanya ang premio. It means the price was given to him or to her. Word for word it's binigay sa kanya ang premio. Binigay sa kanya ang premio. Binigay sa Kanya ang premio. The first word is binigay. 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 Binigay is spelled as B-I-N-I-G-A-Y. It means gave or the act of giving has happened. 
The next word is sa, sa, sa. Sa is spelled as S-A. It is the direction marker, indicating that the act of giving happened towards the next word. And that is kanya, kanya, kanya. Kanya is spelled as K-A-N-Y-A. It means him or her, the destination of the act of giving. But what was given to this person? Before that, we have ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker, indicating that the next word is the focus of this sentence, as well as the object that was given to him or her. And that is premio. 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 Premio is spelled as P-R-E-M-Y-O. It means prize, either in the form of cash or any item that was promised in a game show or raffle. Finally, we also use kanya as a beneficiary or as a reason for the sentence's action, such as, Nagdasal ako para sa kanya. Nagdasal ako para sa kanya. Nagdasal ako para sa kanya. It means, I prayed for him or for her. Word for word, it's, Nagdasal ako para sa kanya. Nagdasal ako para sa kanya. Nagdasal ako para sa kanya. The first word is nagdasal. 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 Nagdasal is spelled as N-A-G-D-A-S-A-L. It means prayed or the act of praying has happened. The next word is ako. 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 Ako is spelled as A-K-O. It means I as the focus of this sentence. The next word is para. 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 Para is spelled as P-A-R-A. It means for. The next word is sa, sa, sa. Sa is spelled as S-A. In this context, sa acts as a beneficiary marker, indicating that the next word benefits from my act of praying, and that is kanya, kanya, kanya. Kanya is spelled as K-A-N. Y A. It means him or her, the beneficiary of my prayer. Again, that's Kanya. We'll be back after this break. Hey guys, one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my Patreon. For only $5 a month, listeners of Go Filipino get early access to newly published lessons. 
and future exclusive content such as lesson plans, one-on-one -on -one translations, and Filipino pop culture discourse among others starting December 2019. If $5 is too much for you, a $1 tip is highly appreciated. Just like what listeners Ate Blair and Michaela Austin did. A big shout out to our current patrons, John Bailey, Carla, and Caroline Jane Walsh. Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. You too can also subscribe to my Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash GoFilipinoPod and enjoy exclusive perks. And now, back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. Locative pronouns replace nouns or noun phrases introduced by the markers sa, kai, and kina. These pronouns have four functions. As a possession marker placed before the noun, as a location marker, as a direction marker, and as a reason for the action or a beneficiary of it. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb, Magbasa muna bago pumuna. Magbasa muna bago pumuna. Magbasa muna bago pumuna. It means read before you critique. Do not jump into conclusions about other people. Get to know them first. Word for word it's magbasa, muna, bago, pumuna. Magbasa, muna, bago, pumuna. Magbasa, muna, bago, pumuna. Again, magbasa muna, bago, pumuna. Until next time, paalam! Bye-bye! This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.